All right. So what we are witnessing with uh, with Bill Gates is basically, you know, this rollout of a global technocracy. And, you know, essentially you've got, you know, a decades uh, you know, interconnected web of eugenicists that have pretty much, you know, been hell bent on population control. And I'm going to get into some of the proof of that. And when you think about of technocracy, you're probably going to think of companies like, you know, Google, you know, Facebook, Apple. But, you know, not to be forgotten in in, in this is tech pioneer. Bill Gates, but you know, to really to understand Bill Gates, you've got to understand Microsoft, and then to understand Microsoft, you really have to first, you know, start with IBM. So we're going to go over here to the screen and take a look at IBM. So IBM was founded by Thomas J. Watson. Thomas Watson was basically he was crucial in uh, developing uh, technology for Hitler's concentration camps in 1937. Uh, Hitler even awarded him. So you see over here. Even uh, even awarded him the what was it called the Order of the German Eagle. Uh, so I mean, and actually Hitler ended up even creating a new award to give to Tom to Thomas Watson. So he basically it's like sort of like our Presidential Medal of Freedom, uh, which you know now you know probably means nothing. You got guys like Joe Biden and stuff getting those you know types of awards. But with Watson, you know what's crazy now is that he also has this uh, you know the, the now the new big IBM supercomputer is called Watson, and they're going to have that that is now going to be actually running the VA system. And so, uh, essentially, what they're what they want to do, and this is you know so sick that they have you know basically throwing it right in your face that they have a, a Nazi eugenicist like Thomas Watson, who now his supercomputer is going to be the supercomputer that they want to. And I see Luke trying to uh, trying to, to jump in over there. IBM's relationship towards Germany in World War II is absolutely shocking. And Especially you as being Polish, with you being Polish, they I mean they were setting up operations in Poland. Uh, and IBM was to help categorize the Jews, and like, so the, so they're international. Categorize a database, collect a census, collect information about individuals, tracking, databasing them. I mean, IBM was way ahead of the curve, and and they were exactly tied in with, of course, the German government uh, in their efforts during the 1930s in a very implicit way, to say the least. And when you really start diving deep into their exact relationship, um, you got to ask yourself some serious, serious questions about uh, IBM. Uh, keep going, Tim. Yeah, you got to ask yourself some serious questions indeed. And this is, you know, I did a little bit. So a lot of times with Luke and I do videos, it's, you know, I'm doing a million things and it's not my primary job. So, you know, the more clients we get, the more, you know, affiliates, other sponsors that we get, the more time that we can have to do this type of deep dive research and not just, you know, reading off articles. So, uh, and I wish I could even get more time to even deep dive further into this. So to then, you know, back things up as to where the IBM and then Microsoft connection comes from, you actually then have to understand the guy that basically could have been Bill Gates which is a guy by the name of Gary Kittle. And uh, this was actually pretty fast. I watched this last night. It was a pretty fascinating uh, you know, documentary uh, or like it's like a 20 minute YouTube video. Uh, I guess it's a 12 minute YouTube video on the guy that could have been Bill Gates. And so there's this guy, Gary uh, Kittle. And basically Bill Gates went up to Gary and said, uh, Microsoft or IBM came up to uh, Bill Gates and said, Listen, we want you to help develop this uh, this operating system. And Bill Gates, like, listen, that's sort of like out of my league. But I know another guy, and the guy that can can do this is Gary Kittle. So then, Bill then calls up Gary and is like, Hey, I'm on an NDA. I can't say who it is, but we got some very very important people that are going to come to your house. Like, basically, don't f this up. But like, you need to be at your house. Well, Gary at the time was sort of like the you know the biggest name around in personal computing. So it's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go fly my uh, fly my plane. And so. What so you know? We can play out a tiny bit of this right here. To visit, 
Because of the non-disclosure agreement, Gates couldn't reveal exactly who was coming to visit. Bill exclaimed, quote, treat them right, they're important guys, end quote. Unfortunately, Gary was a somewhat chilled out guy and didn't really get the full urgency of what Bill was warning. Perhaps he thought it was just... All right, so I, didn't, I don't want to get any fair use stuff as we're going on here, but then it goes on to say, okay, he was going and flying in his plane. And then when he was... So he wasn't there to take IBM's call. His wife, at the, his wife who was also the president of the Digital Research Group, then went and said, uh, you know, basically she wasn't willing to sign an NDA. She wasn't impressed with these guys from Microsoft, Microsoft, or sorry, with guys from IBM. IBM was getting pissed off with her, pissed off with Gary and said, screw it, we're going to go back to Bill. So then when Bill Gates, uh, you know, they... IBM went back to him the second time. Bill goes, you know what? Yeah, I can do it. I know, I know, I know, I know how to do this. But he didn't know how to do it. So what he ended up doing, and this is very, very sneaky, and this is very, very important to understanding, you know, who Bill Gates really is. So what they ended up doing, and I'm trying to find the web page over here. So again, I am doing this all in real time right here. So what we saw was, and this is from the Digital Research website in 1974. Dr. Gary A. Kildall was while working for Intel Corporation created CPM as the first operating system for the new microprocessor. By 1977, CPM had become the most popular operating system OS in the fledgling microcomputer PC industry. The largest digital research licensee of CPM was a small company which started life as Traf Zero Data and is now known as Microsoft. In 1981, Microsoft paid Seattle Software Works for an unauthorized clone of CPM and Microsoft licensed this clone to IBM, which marketed as PC-DOS on the first IBM PC in 1981 and Microsoft marketed to other PC OEMs as MS-DOS. And so then if you actually then keep going on, uh, let me just get back over here. So then if you keep going on, uh, so that system he bought was actually called, uh, what was, it, was, it was called the Quick and Dirty Operating System or QDOS. And then QDOS ended up becoming MS-DOS. Microsoft, uh, then ended up, Microsoft dirty operating system then ended up becoming Microsoft disk operating system, which then became Windows. And so Bill Gates did have a lot of foresight to then license this technology to other people. Uh, and, and then what ended up, and then if you guys want to know what ended up happening, you know, tragically to Gary is that Gary then ended up, you know, uh, you know, basically he blew the biggest opportunity of several lifetimes and as you know, he battled depression and alcoholism and then ended up dying in a, uh, as a result of injuries from a bar fight that he got in the, in the mid nineties. So, you know, pretty tragic story, but you know, as we fast forward, uh, you know, this, this progression over here, we then have Mary Maxwell Gates, which is the mother of Bill Gates. And we see that she was an executive uh, where she served most notably with IBM CEO John Opel and was the first woman on the Interstate Bank of Washington Board of Directors. Her son, Bill Gates, is a co-founder of Microsoft. And actually, it's crazy enough, too. Her father was actually worked, uh, was actually a branch manager of one of the Federal Reserve branches, which I didn't even know that. So, I mean, Bill Gates is actually tied to the Federal Reserve, too, which, you know, you know that's, you know, you know, I didn't even know that until yesterday. So here you have the mother of Bill Gates working on the board of IBM, and she was the one who then basically, you know, convinced IBM to then hire her son. And then you take a look at who her who her husband was, or Bill Gates' dad, uh, which is Bill Gates II, more commonly known as Bill Gates Senior. And this guy was, I know, happened to be on the uh, sat on the board of directors of Planned Parenthood. Then we then take things over a little bit further, and we've got. Uh, 
you know, we got Margaret Sanger, who was the, the founder of Planned Parenthood. Margaret Sanger then, you know, famously said, colored people are like human weeds and like weeds that need to be exterminated. And, you know, she talked about this. You know, yeah, she, she was one of the most racist, like bigoted, like her her statements are just absolutely shocking. One of the biggest, per, you know, persons out there that's somehow being celebrated. She was, of course, also the one of the main people behind Planned Parenthood and also had very close relations to, of course, uh, the Germans in the 1930s as well, writing letters to a particular uh, chancellor all the way back in Germany. We, we have to be careful what we say with the specific words here, but sorry, Tim, go right ahead. Yeah, no, and then not only not only that, but I mean, I think uh, what was it, a few years ago in 2016, somebody asked Hillary who, who who like her top mentor was and one of the or people she looked up to, and one of the one of them was, uh, you know, yours truly, Margaret Sanger, and, uh, and and so sorry for being an Italian American. Sorry that I don't want my tax dollars being used to exterminate me. And then you know, part of their plan was, and I'm reading here off a quote. It says, "We should hire three or four colored ministers, preferably with social service backgrounds." And with engaging personalities, you know, so think of like the Al Sharptons and stuff of the day. The most successful educational approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal. We don't want the word to get out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is the man who can straight, straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of the more rebellious members. So then her grandson, this is, dude, this is so crazy. So then her grandson uh, it was Alexander uh, Sanger, then goes on to marry the granddaughter of Thomas Watson. So Thomas Watson had had a son, and then his son, they got to inherit IBM. They didn't get, face any war crimes, uh, you know, even though, I mean, then again, you had the Bushes who were also funding, you know, the Nazis as well, and you got to go through Bank of International Settlements, and this is that's a whole other rabbit hole. Of, that's the problem in my mind is that there's so many rabbit holes all this stuff goes into that this would be like a 50-hour broadcast if we went down every single rabbit hole. And so for the people watching, they're like, oh, well, you didn't say this, or you didn't say that. Like, I'm only one, one guy over here. There's only so much that you can say at one what one time. So then, you, so it's just crazy that you have, you know, IBM, which is crucial in the Nazis and, and eugenics, and then you have Margaret Sanger that was crucial in eugenics, and then they ended up then teaming up by way of their grandchildren, uh, you know, to, I'm sure to make the world you know a better place. Saying this, uh, and that was Jeanette Watson, and then now you got Bill Gates, who is essentially the world's most powerful doctor. And also, yeah, yeah, a not medical doctor. That's we, we we also just launched a new shirt saying Bill Gates is not a medical doctor on our store, but also connected, of course, very well to Jeffrey Epstein, another eugenicist. If you look at what Jeffrey Epstein was was into, especially with his plans on his New Mexico ranch when he was trying to breed women, yes, uh, it's well known in, in many circles. Jeffrey Epstein was one of the biggest eugenicists out there, meeting with many of the top scientists, top minds, fi uh, funding experiments that we can't even uh, talk about on this particular YouTube channel. But one of the people he was meeting with secretly was, of course, Bill Gates. And Bill Gates lied, lied to the American public, to the people about his relationship, which we later found out was a lot closer then he let on to. First, he lied about it. Then he said, oh, it was just a few meetings. His lifestyle was, quote, intriguing. That's what he said, Bill Gates. And, and now we are finding out that there were many meetings uh, and their relationship was a lot closer than other people previously thought. What happened during those meetings? What was discussed? We still don't know, Tim. Yeah, we uh, we don't know. And so, I mean, 
I mean, a lot of my focus yesterday and last night was on you know the early run up to Bill Gates, really trying to understand who he was, and getting into some of these other connections. And so I feel like that was the more research part of what I uh, you know had to talk about. So you know, feel free to jump in at any time over here. And you see that you know Luke and I are not you know doing tons of show prep in terms of what we're you know censoring me and what I can say and can't say. So you know, I really do appreciate that. But you know, as we're going on, we go meet the world's most powerful doctor, Bill Gates, and this was an article out of Politico a few years ago. And then you've got, uh, let's, let's just play this one out for just a few seconds from CNN. So the WHO is a credible institution that has helped us through other pandemics. Yeah, the WHO is a credible institution that's helped us out through other pandemics. And then you see over here, trying to think why I had this one on here. Oh, yeah, you've got, you know, obviously, you know, they're big behind, you know, trying to fund a lot of vaccine movements because they care about so many people in Africa and Southeast Asia. And not, and, and sorry, yeah. just we got, and of course, you got Bill Gates Senior over here. You know, of course, you got to get the photo op with like the poor black kid and the other minority in there. So then that way, you know, we get this whole PR rollout of how much they care about everybody. Sorry, Luke. I mean, I was just going to say, sticking to to Bill Gates, there's so many unanswered questions. There's still so much that he hasn't told the truth about. There's still so many strange connections. And again, also point out the fact that this is the man that's known for creating a computer plagued by viruses that now the mainstream media is talking about. That's going to save us from this this you know virus. I mean, there's a lot of doubt that should be casted here. And of course, a lot of people know this, even though the mainstream media is reporting him as this kind of savior. I would be more skeptical of that label. I would be more uh, I would be more inclined to question him. And that's what a lot of people are doing. If you go to his Instagram page, I, I sent it to you in the show prep and you, you click on any link. Let's just read off some of the comments here because it's absolutely insane <laughs> to see the response that people are giving Bill Gates on his Instagram page, uh, which, by the way, Bill Gates is actively deleting a lot of the comments. And people are just coming back stronger than ever. And uh, I mean, the comment section, it's just a full on information war happening right now on Instagram right now. And if you have some time to, to go over some of the comments, I think it would be very worthwhile and entertaining to do so, Tim. Yeah, we have we have some of these over here. So let, let me just let me just go back up to the top and start reading this. My, I'm not logged into Instagram, so I got what we can do over here. Blah 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 blah. You're a disgrace to the human race. Hope you rot in solitary confinement. Arrest Bill Gates. Uh, keep your all money, of them, keep your but vaccine. it's not it's not like it's not like there's like one good one. No, we, there's like there's like yay, Bill, we like you, Bill. No, this is my first not, time pulling it up, but this was not like uh, we did not cherry pick this. I just pulled it up right now from uh, yeah, one. One of them says, "I won't stop posting." Together we rise again. They're actively deleting these. I've been on this since I woke up in the morning, and I and I was like, let me just see. I'm curious what's going on there, and I posted some on on Twitter, some of the responses, and wow. Are they brutal to say, let's go for some of them. Doesn't mean we endorse some. We're just reading some of the comments here. That's it. Sick, sick demon, uh, pedovore. Uh, somebody said pedovore. I've never heard of pedovore. Yeah, Again, a family-friendly show. we got to watch out for some of the language here. Uh, so let's just keep that. Okay. Well, uh, I, I'm not logged into Instagram, so that I, there's like limited to, uh, you know, amount that I can, that'll let me, that the powers that be will let me scroll. But I mean, some of the other things. One of, one of them says right now, I'll just read off some of them really quickly. Uh, and again, you deleted my comment twice, question mark. Uh, deleting comments faster than they appear. That's what's happening right now. Uh, I won't stop posting together. We rise. These comments are everything. Someone go make a citizen's arrest of this fraud. I am so proud of the underdogs right now. Y'all pushed us too far. 
Uh, and again, um, one of the reasons why you're kind of also seeing limited comments is because they're just getting deleted right in front of our eyes. I'm, 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 I'm just uh, I'm just refreshing them right now. Another one. I'm so happy to see all the warriors on the front lines of consciousness. Let's go. Uh, you can delete our comments, but you can't delete what you have done. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, there's also, uh, to be fair, there's a lot of also disinformation about Bill Gates, that's not true. That's that, that's released as kind of a psyop, as kind of a disinformation warfare. Me and Tim were talking about this earlier uh, because one way to discredit any legitimate criticism is to put out fake, crazy criticism that associates everyone with that criticism with that crazy person. And a lot of times that crazy person is sometimes legitimately crazy and, there, and there's there's people that are crazy but other times that person is someone working for that person protecting their identity this is what pr agencies are doing in the business as a way to deflect against rational real serious issues what you heard here what you heard tim report on what tim provided the historical background the important question again that's data that's that's important no skeptic no no theories here we're not going to say that we believe in something here there, there there's you know some doubt that should be had there should be a conversation there should be some legitimate hard questions asked to bill gates but there's also a lot of dangerous disinformation that is absolutely not true that is there to muddy the waters uh but overall uh there should be a lot of serious questions against uh bill uh gates to say the least especially if you look i mean the world's richest person what one of the world's richest persons out there that we know of that we know of uh, didn't get there by by being goody two shoes didn't get there by being nice he got there by being cutthroat in the corporate industry filled with sociopaths who are usually on top of uh industries stealing people's technology I mean, he stole Gary basically stole Gary Kittle's technology. I mean, that's. I mean, Gary had some of the problem himself because he, uh, you know, wasn't really a business guy and didn't, you know, didn't care. But at the same point, uh, you know, Bill Gates. We, it's important to go over his, you know, his pedigree and his history. And we see, and this is from the GatesFoundation.org website. Uh, that they were claiming uh, that this is going to be the decade of vaccines. And, and I believe it was like the previous decade, starting in 2010. So we have on screen here, the collaboration follows the January 2010 call by Bill and Melinda Gates for the next 10 years to be the decade of vaccines. The global vaccine action plan will enable greater coordination across all stakeholder groups, national governments, multilateral organizations, civil society, the private sector, and philanthropic organizations, and will identify critical policy resource and other gaps that must be addressed to realize the life-saving potential of vaccines. And now there is a decade of vaccines. Collaboration includes a leadership council. And would you want to take a guess, Luke, who might be on that leadership council? Do you want to take a guess? Because that person that might be on the leadership council might be Dr. Anthony S. Fauci, director of the NAID, part of the National Institute of Health. So there you go, you know, direct connections between Fauci. And now I wish we had that picture pulled up where it shows, uh, you know, Fauci and Gates walking together and it says something like this should be the most, you know, terrifying, you know, photo, uh, or at least, you know, it's a, I guess it lets people know if I guess if you're woke or not, if you understand what that is. So now we've got going over to the World Health Organization. They were started by the UN. And then, you know, who's the UN? Okay, you know, go to the front, go to the uh, go to their building and they've got a statue in front, which is a Colt 45 with a barrel wrapped up. So basically they want to eradicate all small arms, all firearms. They want to create a prison planet that not being uh, facetious or you know, hyperbolic at all about this. 
Then you get into, okay, who, you know, helped create the UN, getting into Sir Julian Huxley. I mean, I'm not even going to, you know, call him Sir Julian Huxley. So you got Huxley. He's the brother of Aldous Huxley. Aldous Huxley is the one who wrote Brave New World. So a lot of guys might know about that. And Huxley was also a prominent member of the British Eugenics Society and was its president from 1959 to 1962. And this gets into, there's so many rabbit holes we get into in terms of like Fabian socialism and, you know, and like even like, uh, what is it? Uh, the guy who wrote 1984, uh, it wasn't Orwell. I mean, so Orwell, his actual pen name was really Eric Blair. I actually don't have any notes on this right now, but Eric Blair was also part of this whole Fabian socialism. And he wasn't able to predict it. He was part of the people who were programming this. And then he, then I believe he even passed away not too long after 1984 was even published. You know, so I don't have, I don't have notes on that. It wasn't really just one of the rabbit holes that I decided. The answer to 1776. Global health experts advise advanced planning for inevitable pandemic. And if there's one message that I want to, and this is with, uh, you know, Fauci over here saying, uh, saying this in January 12th, 2017. If there's one message that I want to leave you with today, based on my, ex- based on my experience, it is that there is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases. Fauci said, you know, how, how convenient. In addition to the upcoming inauguration of President Trump, the event's timing coincided with leadership changes at major global health organizations, including the UN, World Bank, WHO, and Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis, and Malaria, making this an important moment for pandemic preparedness. And lastly, it's hard to think of a more important time for this kind of meeting and for the activism and a willingness to speak out in the public health community and the global health community that is right now on the eve of Donald Trump becoming our next president. And let's see what else I got here. Oh yeah, I just wanted to point out the CDC is actually a uh, private organization. I see somebody call me. Uh, got to stop, sorry about that. We are live. And then, uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about Event 201, because obviously Bill Gates was, yeah. uh, you know. Well, I, did, I did a video about that. And a lot of people go say that, you know, this is it, this is it. I mean, there, there's some pragmatism that needs to be kind of addressed with that event too. Uh, but overall, you know, something that we should definitely look at with Dr. Fauci's involvement in there. Uh, I made a full video about that a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to try to find it right now. Uh, well, right now, I'm, I'm, I've got it pulled up to the We Are Change channel. I want to also direct people to Microsoft does not want you to see this. So the other day, Luke and I did a video which was on uh, basically the, the, there's so many connections here. You have Marina Abranovich, which you know, many of you may know is a spirit cooking lady. If you don't know what we're talking about, then you definitely have to watch that video. And so then Microsoft on Easter weekend decided that they would feature somebody who you know would write on the wall that we that were painting in blood and semen. And had we need a correction cooking. because I, it was released on Good Friday, by the way. Um, I said I said weekend. I said Easter okay, yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. So I you you had the fake news there. I covered myself with saying. No, Easter no. I'm weekend. just making I'm Sorry. just making a correction. Just making sure people know because in the video I said this video was you know just released. I just want to make sure. I, I'm always super paranoid. I'm like, wait, did I get this right? Did I not get this right? I, I, no one's perfect. Everyone makes mistakes, but I just wanted to clarify that. Sorry. Go ahead. 
Okay, and uh, and now you're not even making mistakes with my last name as much as usual too. So you got people are there. there is and I, I, I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even trying, Tim. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sorry. There's like a weird kind of like I don't know. Maybe I got hit in the head too much as a kid fighting in New York City and Brooklyn, and this uh, that portion of my brain just somehow got affected and all that. By the way, I, I'm sending the video right now in the chat room. It's Bill Gates and pandemic warnings. What you're not being told. Where I specifically went over event 201 and I went showed videos uh, of the actual event and the major talking points and one of the biggest ones was about limiting quote fake news and pushing authoritative sources and again if, if you look at the mainstream media and the way that they approach this if you look at the World Health Organization the way they approach this these authoritative sources um, they definitely shouldn't be trusted at all sorry and I, um, I, I don't see that in the in the chat did you put it into the uh, change the news chat I just I just sent it I just sent it to the chat room right now I got another question by 85xxs is Luke a Mason no I'm not a Mason not a Freemason, got no rings. You won't see any secret Illuminati sign language here from me. Not a Freemason. Are you a Freemason, Tim? No. Uh, okay, not good. All right, sorry. I cut you off. I cut you off. We're like directed and deflected in so many different ways. We still have one more video to go. Um, sorry, go ahead, Tim. No, no, not a not a, not a Freemason at all. Uh, yeah, so... I guess the only thing somebody could give me is my last name translates into the bottom rank of La Cosa Nostra if I had an O at the end. So, but obviously, that none of that uh, is applying. Pachoto is the bottom rank of La Cosa Nostra, the rank of hitman. So, better watch out. Pronounce my name, Luke. I've got People a I've got a money gun. I've got a money gun. I've got a money gun over here. Pachoto, Pachetti, Pastet. We've got. I like I like the nickname Gulag Pastet. People are asking, does Tim have a channel? Yes, Tim does have his own channel. Uh, Tim, before you give out your channel, or you could even put it in the comments if you want so people could find you and your own stuff. Me and Tim are mainly working on a backup channel right now called Change the News. It's a second channel that we're working on mainly because this channel is demonetized. This channel has been hit very aggressively. I'm going to put in the Change the News channel right now in the comments section. Also in there, you could, you could go into the live chat and that is our second channel that me and Tim are working on doing other videos on since this channel, you know, heavily censored, fully demonetized, always attacked by YouTube. Tim, put your channel into the uh, comments and um, yeah, no, we just we just got it up on the on the comments and would appreciate, you know, anyone who wanted to go. So if you just type in the Liberty Advisor, it's probably probably easier than, uh, you know, typing in my name but the liberty advisor will get you there up until literally two months ago i only had like 50 people on here so definitely appreciate everyone that's helped 